You're listening to the regular podcast from Pete the Vet's blog. This was first broadcast on East Coast FM. Peter the Vet at PeterTheVet.com from Brave Vet O'Connor and also TV3 and the Wicklow People and the Daily Telegraph. Good morning to you. Good morning, Declan. Thanks for coming in, Pete. Good to see you. And I uh, just want to say, one of the text messages here is, uh, Declan wasn't the $6 million man doing a lot of this years ago on the TV series. That's back to our science man, Sean Duke, talking about a bionic eye uh, that is being invented seemingly in Japan. But one here for Pete Weatherburn, the vet, and it is, Pete, about dogs ears, dogs ears, what care and attention is needed sometimes I think my dog is going deaf maybe it just needs wax out of his ears like a human, is, is that a mm. are we talking about the same thing here Pete? We, we are, um, dogs ears and humans ears I'm sure have lots of similarities um, but my understanding is that dogs suffer from itchy ears far more than humans do and I'm not quite sure why that is. Itchy ears? Itchy ears, it's very 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 common Um Probably, uh, you know, it would be in the top five reasons why pets get, why dogs get taken to the vet is because of itchy ears, and there's lots of kind of myths around that people so say internal, oh, external, internal, like in the ear canal. So an ear is made up of two bits. Okay, it's got the ear flap, and then it's got the ear canal, which is the kind of the wee hole with the tube that goes down to the eardrum. So there's the the external flap, and then there's the the ear canal. So the disease is generally of the ear canal um, and that's what gets itchy. And the reason it gets itchy is because basically it's just a specialised bit of skin. The ear canal is lined by skin and um, if, a, if, a, if a dog gets itchy skin generally um, often, you know, it's not bad enough to really bother the animal. Maybe like a very mild rash. You know, you might, I don't know, get stung by a nettle and it really wouldn't bother you that much. But yeah. but if you got stung by a nettle on the inside of your ear, um, because it's warm and moist in there and a very it's a very enclosed space, um, it means that um, a very minor itch can become very major very quickly. So dogs with very mild skin disease, it's barely noticeable, often they will develop very severe um, ear disease and they get very sore ears. I had a little dog in last night like this and its ears were were just like, um, they looked like kind of leather that had been covered in grease. It was really kind of thickened and a very strong smell because of the infection. A really horrible problem. And John, but in infection then? So, so what happens is you get initial irritation which causes redness and swelling a bit like a nettle sting but then once the once the lining of the ear has been irritated like that then the the natural bacteria in the ear are all upset and you get nasty bacteria moving in and yeasts and these bacteria and yeasts multiply they produce acids and other toxins which cause further irritation on top of the irritation that's already there and then of course the animal scratches their ear and they shake their head and they rub their head along the ground and by doing all that they traumatize the ear even more and so it gets worse so it's one of those vicious circle things whereby um the worse it gets the worse it gets and the worse it gets and it goes on and on and on and the solution the solution is that you need to basically address first of all you i suppose it at the end of the day, it needs a visit to the vet. There's very few itchy ears will get better with a very simple home treatment. Um, what you need to do is you need to get ointment into the ear generally, which includes an antibiotic to kill the bacteria, an anti-yeast to kill the yeasts, and also um, 
an anti-inflammatory product to take away the redness and soreness so the pet leaves their ear alone. So, you know, vets would be able to prescribe ointments that do that job for you. But that's only half the battle because the other half of the battle is what you do to keep the ears healthy to prevent this from happening again. And that's something which people can do at home. Um, and there's there's a number of things you can do about that. Um, one of the ones that keeps coming up is dogs with hairy ears. Should you pluck the hairs out of their ears? Um, not all breeds, but some dogs like Bichons and Poodles, sometimes Yorkshire Terriers, they actually have hair that grows right out from inside the ear canal all the way out. And so if you look at their ears, there's great big tufts of like bristles yeah. coming out of their ear and those that hair makes it even hotter and moister inside the ear and as, as, as well as that it traps debris in there so what a lot of people do is they actually pluck their dog's ear when the dog gets groomed they ask the dog groomer to also pluck the hairs out of their ear just like some ladies good idea pluck their eyebrows um, I think for some dogs it's really important for other dogs it doesn't matter at all it depends on your animal if your dog doesn't have itchy ears at all um then I wouldn't be worried about plucking their ears. But if your dog has repeated problems with um, ear infections, then I think it can be one of those things that can, can be helpful. Okay, it's Pete Weatherburn, our vet. And just to answer our listener's query about that, is there wax in a, a pet's ear and uh, do they go deaf? Um, so wax, there is a normal level of wax in a dog's ear and sometimes that builds up so there's a, an actual wax plug in their ear. Um, you can't see that from the outside, you have to use an instrument called an otoscope to peer down the ear canal to find that and yes it can make them go deaf. So if you've got an, an older dog or a dog of any age that's gone deaf, it's worth asking your vet to look into the ear and if there's wax there to remove it for you. Um, having said that, it's far more common for older dogs to go deaf just because of age. The eardrum is a little, um, it's, it's a and a kind of a elastic structure and as dogs grow older just like as humans grow older the eardrum becomes more rigid and um, less responsive and so the hearing um, gradually fades so yeah so it's often it's a combination of the two all right. Peter Weatherburn is here. I want to just uh, acknowledge uh, briefly, um, it was very, played out very publicly with a celebrity this week. That was uh, Adele uh, King, uh, who is twink, about the loss of her dog, a Teddy, and she got page three coverage in the Sunday Independent. But it is actually, a lot of people will be saying, oh, there's twink or whatever, but the actual loss of a pet is felt very strongly, isn't it? Yeah, people who don't have pets don't recognise that the bond between a person and their pet is often as strong as between a parent and a child. And it's all very easy to kind of scoff at that and say, well, look, what a load of nonsense, it's just an animal. The fact is that the emotion is as strong as a parent to a child. It really is. So just as you can imagine, if, you, if your child went missing, how upset you'd be, well, that's how upset people get when their pets go missing. And they're not messing about. They're not joking or, or playing it on or hamming up for the cameras or whatever. They genuinely feel that. Um, and people who offer pet bereavement services, that's like counselling for people who've, whose pets have died. They don't actually don't talk about pet death. Their services aren't for people who suffer the death of their pet. Their services are for people who suffer the loss of a pet. Because whether your pet dies or whether your pet is stolen or goes missing or whatever the reason, the emotion is the same, that the sense of loss is can be as devastating. Not for everybody. Some people are quite flippant about their own animals and, you know, are able to detach themselves and don't get so involved. But for a lot of people, um, the animal really does become 
like part of the center of their life and um they, they feel they feel this very very intensely it's important to understand that and respect that all right pete weatherburn thank you very much for coming in as per usual that is pete weatherburn our vet from bray vet and o'connor in bray and you can hear this broadcast again and find out all the different things pete is up to on his website which is pete the vet.com